And you with the Holy Word's peace. We are going to do something that I had done before. And uh, we're talking about uh, Christian growth. A Christian's life is a life of growth. We cannot call ourselves Christians and not be growing. There are a lot of people that start out on the journey, but they don't finish the journey. They don't grow and they wither up and die spiritually. And then they get themselves in situations and circumstances that they can't get themselves out of. Yeah. Because once something doesn't grow, it begins to die. And to bring it back alive again, it takes twice the work, maybe sometimes three times the work to deal with that. None of us have arrived. None of us have already become all God means for us to become. We know that. And that's a good thing because that means where God has, uh, wants us to get to a higher level of spirituality, then that means that we're still alive and we still can grow. And I've always said anything that's not growing is dead. And so I'm excited about where uh, uh, God wants to take me. I am not where I should be. I'm not all God wants me to be. So that is exciting. So he's not going to allow me to leave this earth plane until I become all he wants me to be. And so I, that means that I have to continue growing. Every day we are conformed a little more in the image of Christ. The Bible tells us that we are to imitate Christ. So if we're to imitate Christ, then we have to be conformed in the image of Christ. And so that is an exciting thing. So that means every day that we get up, it's, it's an exciting day because we're going to be more uh, conformed a little more like Christ, in the image of Christ. And then you know my favorite thing, I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ, I have the spirit of Christ within me. So it is, it, every Christian ought to be excited about life. Mm -hmm. Every Christian ought to be excited about life. Every Christian ought to be excited about life because it's an opportunity each day to grow more, to be conformed into the image of Christ. And right. see, and, and one of the things that I'd like to see more of is the churches uh, we have to have denominate. We don't have to have denominations, but we have many denominations. We're, we're not trying to be conformed into a, uh, a, a, a Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal church. We're not trying to do that. We're supposed to be conformed in the image of Christ. Yeah. See, so not in the image of a doctrine that people have set down and wrote up and said, this is the way we should live, this is the way we should act. No, we want to be conformed in the image of Christ. We don't need a church doctrine to do that. The, the, the scriptures tells us to do that. And not only tells us to do that, it gives us the, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the education to be able to complete that, right? If you want to know what the image of Christ is, open up your Bible and it will tell you. Mm -hmm. When Paul tells us to put on the new man, Paul always talked about putting on the new man. Mm -hmm. You may know some people that same old person. And if you're the same person, then you're not being conformed in the image of Christ. You see? And so he's telling us to put on, put on the new man. In other words, get, get rid of it, your old self. He means that we have made a conscious moment by uh, a moment of choice to depend on the Holy Spirit, to depend on the Holy Spirit. I'm saying that again, not self, not doctrines, not no one else. We depend on the Holy Spirit, yes, his power to transform us into the likeness of Christ. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will transform us into the likeness of Christ. What an exciting thing, an exciting life that is. Many of us, a lot of us in here, and I'm one of us, thank God for that, that's been excited about all of the things that has been 
and that is and that's going to be in my life because I've known that Christ has been a part of that. Each step that I've taken forward toward being like Christ in the image of Christ, now I feel better about myself than I've ever felt about myself simply because the growth now and the spiritual maturity now is paying off. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. And so this is exciting for us. And, and like you say, is, uh, uh, we are grateful people here. Uh, uh, we're, we're grateful for what God has done for us. We don't complain here. Because, you know, Christ never done all that complaining. And last week I even told you all, there's always somebody worse off than you. And we were, uh, I think my lights were off 45 minutes. Somebody, my daughter's was off, I think, an hour, three hours and a half, you see. But we ain't in Texas. That's mm -hmm. right. So there's always something to be grateful for. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so what we want to talk about, uh, uh, we want to be more like Christ. We want to be more like Christ. And the Holy Spirit will power us and empower us and conform us to be like Christ is growth. Too many people look back to what they used to be. No, 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 no. When you grow, you've grown past your used to be. You're growing into that new person. Does that make sense? Yes. One of the things that hurts a lot of people is when you start growing in, in, in the image of Christ and, 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 and being transformed more like Christ, well, what happens is the painful part of that, there is a painful part of that, you have to leave some folks behind. Mm -hmm. You see, you see, it's just like a household. Both parties have to grow together. You see, both parties have to grow together. It, Sister Gwen and I are working on everything physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. We're working together uh, uh, to grow together. And the Holy Spirit is helping us and conforming us to be in the image of Christ. So if we're in the image of Christ, then Christ will help us even understand our financial needs as well as our physical needs. When you are transformed in the image of Christ, then wait a minute now, Christ called, he, he is the head of the church, isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and then the church, then this, our physical body, is the temple of the Holy Spirit, isn't that right? Well, when you're created in the image of Christ, then you look at your body now no longer as a physical body, but as a temple. And when you look at your body as a temple, Come on here with me. When you look at your body as a temple, the Holy Spirit will empower you to do the things that you need to do to purify it and to keep it cleansed. Amen. Am I doing all right? Amen. You see, so because, you know, if you created in the image of Christ, now listen to me, if you created in the image of Christ, that means spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. He's leading, guiding me in every aspect of my life. Are you with me? And, and, and I like this. Now, wait a minute, I'm gonna read it again. Paul tells us to put on the new woman. I said man before, but we, we want to say the new woman because we, women, you got to change too. The new man. He means uh, that we have to make a conscious moment by moment choice. Listen to me careful. We have to make a conscious, yes, moment by moment choice. Every moment we have to make a conscious moment by moment choice to depend upon the Holy Spirit, yes, not, not the people around me, right? See, can't blame, this is no blame game here. I'm depending upon the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's power to transform us into the likeness of Christ. I am depending upon the Holy Spirit to transform me over into the likeness of Christ. That is powerful. Well, you know what's great about that? What is great about that, the Holy Spirit can do that. All powerful Holy Spirit, he can do that. So we're looking sometimes to self to do it. Self, when, if self could do it, you wouldn't be in a situation you're in. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah. Right? But so is the Holy Spirit. So what we're going to do is we're going to review. Uh, I've done this about six months ago. A lot of people won't remember it because I'm coming from a different version. But most people forget in six months or six weeks, something in six days. So we're, we're going to go from some six hours. But right. We're going to go on this because what we're trying to do is lead. I want every one of my members and people who listen to me to lead to live a God-pleasing life. That's what we're trying to do is to leave a, live a God-pleasing life. And when you understand that you can live a God-pleasing life under the assistance of the Holy Spirit, you ought to have a smile on your face. That means you ain't got to depend on nobody, no, 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 no other forces, no other powers, only the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help us to live a God-pleasing life. And a God-pleasing life is mean that I am acting like Christ. I am imitating Christ in my everyday life. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to read Ephesians 4, verse 14 through 32 from the message. No prolonged infancies among you, please. Now listen to what he's getting ready to say, who he does not want us to be. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Will not tolerate babes in the woods. He said, we're not going to tolerate babes in the woods. Mm -hmm. We won't tolerate babes in the woods. In other words, this one here, I wish I had a rope. What's the next line here? Small children who are easy prey for predators. You, we're not small children who are easy prey for predators. He's talking to grown folks here. He's not making fun of children here. He's talking to grown folks here, saying you're acting like children in the woods where small predators, you're easy prey. Mm -hmm. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what he's saying? What's wrong with you? He's saying, what's wrong with you? Acting like a little child out in the woods with small predators, you're easy prey. You mm -hmm. see? And you understand? In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will lead your path, direct your path. Well, small children don't do that. They go on their own. They go out in the land wondering. You see? But he says, we're not supposed to be that. But some are acting like that. He's, written, he's writing this letter to a church. You see? Some people are talking God, but that ain't cutting it. Are you acting God? Some people are talking Christ, but that ain't cutting. Are you acting Christ? You see, or are you acting like a little child out in the woods? Right? All right. Easy prey from whomever comes along. Here we go. God wants us to grow up. God, oh, yes. I, I didn't write that. I love that. God wants us simply. We need to grow up. You know, there's too many Christians that need to grow up and become mature. Quit whining and grow up and take care of life and, and take care of business. The Bible says to us here, we need to grow up. There's some things you need to be above by now. You see, there's some things you've grown up so that you're above those things by now. There's some things when you grow up that you're more mature now than you've ever been in your life. So the, he tells us we need to grow up. That's right. God, he didn't say, the, he said, he says, God wants us to grow up. To know, the, to know the whole truth and to tell it in love, like Christ in everything. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we take our lead from Christ. Mm -hmm. Once you become a Christian, yes, folks, you take your lead from Christ. Mm -hmm. You take your lead from Christ. Right. All right, that's why we need to grow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we take our lead from who? Mm -hmm. We take our lead from Christ. Are y'all with me? Right. You see? All right. In all thy ways, what? Acknowledge, Acknowledge him, him and he will direct your path. That's right. So someone needs to ask, need to think about who's leading you? Yeah. That's right. Who's leading your life? That's right. Who's leading you? 
You see? But we, we want to take our lead from Christ. Mm -hmm. All right? right? And he is the source of everything and we do. And he becomes the source. When Christ becomes the source in everything we do, mm -hmm. we keep, he keeps us in step with each other. That's right. There shouldn't be any divisions in the church. There should never be a division in the church among church people. Should never be. Because if we are all walking in the image of Christ, he's going to keep us in step with each other. Amen. Huh? Amen to that. Amen. All right. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God and robust in love. And I love the word healthy. We grow up what? Yeah. Healthy, healthy, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Physically, in every aspect of our life, we grow up healthy. God wants healthy. Health starts at the mind, goes to the heart, the soul, and the spirit. Well, it should be mind, spirit, okay? We want to be healthy. There's too much sickness in the church. I'm not talking physical sickness. I'm talking emotional and spiritual sickness in the church. You see? But if we are Christians, we're supposed to grow up and be healthy. Period. That's right. All right, 17? Yes. And so I insist, and God backs me up on this. And he says, he insists that God backs him up on this, mm -hmm. that there be no going along with the crowd. Wow. We don't go along with the crowd right. because the crowd is not created in the image of Christ. This is what you need to teach your children at a very young age. Do not go along with the crowd. Mm -hmm. You see? We just saw a few, a couple months ago, I guess it's been now, a lot of people got in trouble at the White House that went along with the crowd that had no business being there at all. Didn't even want to be there, never knew what was going to go on. You see it all the time, people going along with the crowd. Mm -hmm. You see? Sometimes when you're standing by yourself, you could be the only person that's doing the right thing. You see? You have, children have to learn that, and God's children have to learn that. There'll be no going along with the crowd. I cannot go along with the crowd. Why can't I not go along with the crowd? Because this is not Christ-like. If it's not Christ-like, then I'm not doing it. The crowd may go this direction, but I've got to stay in this direction because I'm going Christ-like, mm -hmm. right? right. Empty-headed, mindless crowd. The, the empty-headed, mindless crowd. That's what it says. That's verse 17. I'm not going to go along with the empty-headed, mindless crowd. I refuse to go along with the empty-headed, mindless crowd. I'm not following the crowd. I'm following Christ. Period. Does that make sense? You see? Who is the head of your... your the, like, Christ is the head of the church, right? If Christ is the head of the church, then what? You follow the head, right? Mm -hmm. Guess who the church is? The church is us. So we are following the head. The head is Christ, so we're following Christ, and we're not going to get caught up into the crowd right. or what other people think. You see? Do you understand? Okay. What they may think of me, what they may say about me. I'm not caring about all that because the empty-headed, mindless crowd. You see? And some of us know some empty-headed folks. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and some of us have dealt with some empty-headed folks, and we've allowed empty-headed folks to lead us, mindless people to lead us. But we thank God that we've grown past that now. We're out of that now. And when empty-headed people come and mindless crowd comes, we tell them, no, 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 no. I can't follow you anymore. Are you with me? Amen. Am I doing all right? Yes. Here we go. Then he says, they've refused for so long to deal with God that they've lost touch not only with God, 
but with with reality itself. They've lost touch not only with God, but reality. Mm -hmm. They've lost touch with reality. Have you ever talked to, if you talk to a mindless uh, person, an empty-headed person, they don't know what reality is. They believe in things, you look at them like, what? You see, because they don't know what true reality is. Mm -hmm. You see, some people can talk it, but reality means I'm walking it. You see? So we have to know what reality is. And we, when we take inventory of our lives and edit our lives, we want this Holy Spirit to show us reality and show us exactly where we're at. Mm-hmm. All right? That's right. All they right? can't think straight anymore. Yeah, they can't think straight anymore because they don't know what, re- hey, they can't, if they can't stay, think straight anymore, they don't know what reality is. Uh-huh. They are darkened in their understanding. And that's a nasty place to be when you're darkened in your understanding. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, in all thy ways, get an understanding. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. Well, these people are darkened in their understanding mm-hmm. and separated from the life God, uh, of the life of God. Mm-hmm. You see, because of their, and this is the word that's used, because of their ignorance. Mm-hmm. The worst thing to do is to try to go through life full of ignorance right. or to follow ignorant people. That's right. That's what it says here, ignorance. Mm-hmm. These people, they, rea- they, can't, they don't know what reality is, so they're dealing with ignorance. And you know where that'll lead you, because we've all been there. Thank God we've come out of there, you see? Mm-hmm. But these people are still there. And sometimes it, 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 it amazes me that when someone grows spiritually and they get their life together and they've been taught and they've done everything that they need to do to get mature and to do the things and then they follow some ignorant somebody. Mm-hmm. No, we don't do that. That's right. Okay. The ignorance that is in them is due to the hardening also of their hearts. Well, their hearts is hardened. And, and so that, that ignorance is there due to the hardening of their hearts. You see, let me tell you something. People don't want to hear this. There are some people who can't cut it. There's some people who can't cut it because their heart is hardened and they can't, they, they can't do what is right. The Bible calls it a reprobated mind. You can look that up in your Bible. God turns them over to a reprobated mind because their heart is so hardened that they don't want to do what God would have them to do. Right. Feeling no pain. They let themselves go into sexual and uh, uh, craziness, mm-hmm. yep. right? That's right? And it says addicted to every sort of what? Perversion. Mm-hmm. Addicted to everything, perversion is more than just sexual stuff. That's right. Perversion, they're gone, you see? Because their heart is hardened, mm-hmm. all right? And so when they, they're addicted to any sort of perversion, That's you right. see, it can be, it can be finance. It can, be, it can be all kinds of different things, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally things, but those people are in trouble. And see, one of the things, and this is not in here, but one of the things that you have to be watched out about for people is you need a discerning spirit so you don't get hooked up into that. That's right. Because sometimes people wind up spending too much money, too much time, too much energy on one of these folks. Right. It won't work. Only God can change them, and God won't change them until they come to him. You see, some folks feel good about where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. if you remember, not, not, this is not being mean, parable. They were showing the news of the homeless people here in Kansas City, and they were opening up places for people to go, but there were still some of the ones that said, no, we're going to stay here. 
but they gave them food and, and, and they gave some food and blankets, but they refused to come out of their tents. They wanted to stay there. They wouldn't go in there. Yes, that's true. I'm not making fun of them. I'm just telling you, there's some people, there's some people are glad they're going to stay where they're at. I don't care what you do, how you want to help them, they're going to stay where they're at. Okay? And the Bible here is warning you against those people. It's warning to get, for you not to be one and be careful to get caught up in one. Because sometimes the crowd can influence you to the point that you start acting like the crowd. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Right. Then he says, that's no life for you. It you is, learned Christ. It's no life for us because we've learned Christ. Mm-hmm. That is no life for you. You've learned Christ. Mm-hmm. Once you've learned Christ, that's not our life. Mm-hmm. You see, sometimes uh, uh, Isaac will say sometimes, he'll say, how y'all living? And people will say blessed. And, I, and uh, well... You see, how you live, and I want you to think blessed because you're doing what? You live in Christ. If you live in Christ, you can't help but say blessed. If you can't say blessed, then that means you ain't living what? That means you ain't living Christ. But if you live in Christ, you, you're living blessed. Somebody will ask you why. How can you always say you're living blessed? You can say because I'm living Christ. All right. All right. Every now and then, I like teaching. This is good teaching. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, this is good teaching. This is good teaching. All right. My assumption is that you have paid careful attention to him, been well instructed in the truth, precisely as we have it in Jesus. So we, we've been looking at it. You ought to be hearing me talk about Jesus, reading your Bible, talking about Jesus. We know exactly how we're supposed to live. Yeah, we do. We know exactly how we're supposed to live. But you, you ever try to modify something? You ever try that? To kind of make it fit your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because God, God knows how I am. Right. Yeah, I hear that all the time, Brother Trey. People say, well, God knows how I am. Uh, and yeah, he knows how you are. That might not be a good thing. <laughs> you see? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want to modify. Well, a little this, a little that, this. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm living Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm living Christ. All right, 22. Since then... We do not have the excuse of ignorance. All right, now, listen to me. One of the things that is, when you listen to lessons like you're getting today, mm-hmm. you ain't got no excuse. Where there's much known, there's much required. This is why sometimes when people start going to church and they, their life falls apart, they leave church or for a while or something, and they, their life falls apart, they don't know what you learned to require of. That's the scripture. You look it up, it's a proverb. Where there's much known, there's much required. In other words, God is holding you accountable for what you know. Mm-hmm. Amen. You remember when you were kids? I don't know if they do it now. The parents used to say, you know better. And you know what comes next. But you know, yeah, back in the day. You see, so he's holding us accountable to what we know. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're accountable for that. All right? Mm-hmm. Everything, and I do mean everything, connected with that old way of life, has to go. Now, this is the hard part. He says everything. Then he says it again. He must have said it twice. Everything in your life has to go. And sometimes, now, don't y'all try to go get divorces and leave your houses and all that crazy stuff. You know, teach, you know, here's what I'm saying. There's some things have to go. And sometimes that old thing is your attitude. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's shame and sometimes it's blame. Sometimes it's unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. You got to let that stuff go. Mm-hmm. You know that if somebody's done something to you, and, and you need to let that go. Because if you're still angry with them, they still have a hold on you. Mm-hmm. That's right. You see? 
right. If you're still angry at them, they have a hold on you. Right. You let them go, what they've done to you, go. you forgive them, you let them go, what they've what they done to you go, and them go. All right. Period. Mm -hmm. All right. You see? And when you let forgive people and you let them go, they have no longer, there's no pain. Now you don't forget it. Mm -hmm. You step back in that. Say, so, no, I'm done with you. I'm done, mm -hmm. with, I'm done with that. I'm done with this. Okay? Mm -hmm. Got to let it go. That's right. That old way of life, it's rotten through and through, so get rid of it. it that old way of life is rotten through and through? Get rid of it. Mm -hmm. There are pre people that I talk to all the time. I tell us physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, we need to take inventory or edit ourselves and get rid of all that stuff. It's in that old life. We need to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. It is rotten through and through. Sometimes you hear me always tell you all, uh, God will forgive you your sins, right? But your body won't. Y'all have heard me say that for years. Mm -hmm. You see, you got to get rid of that. What you, we, we all, now make sure I do this again. You all are seeing that pastor's losing weight from 187 now I'm down to 170. I'm going to stay around 1768. I say that so you all don't get the gospel. Pastor's losing weight. Is he all right? Pastor's all right because he is losing weight. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting down there. And I've been feeling, I've been feeling so good not carrying that, that around, you see, mm -hmm. feeling good and high energy. I had to let some things go that I like, mm -hmm. you know, oh. and that's mm -hmm. tough because, you know, can you get to smelling stuff and looking at stuff and advertising stuff, but you got to let it go because right now in my life, I'm uh, 74 here and mm -hmm. 74 is going to determine how I'm going to live at 84. Right. So I got to let some things go. That's right. I don't stress out. I don't get angry. I don't get upset because I got to let that, that foolishness go mm -hmm. because I don't want it to come in and rob me of nothing. That's right. All right, here we go. Is it 24? 24. All right. <clears throat> then take on an entirely new way of life. And I'm taking on an, I'm telling you what I'm doing now. Sister Gwen and I are doing now. We're taking on an entirely new life. Mm -hmm. Everything we're doing is health, 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 health. Mm -hmm. An entirely new life. You see? If, if I would have known life would be this good at 70, I'd have started cozy at 40. You see, take on a new life. I'm, I'm challenging you all in here from what it's saying. You need to take, you need to take on a new life. Mm -hmm. A right. God-fashioned life. Mm -hmm. We want to take on a new life. A God-fashioned life. And everybody in here knows some people that started out with you on this journey that's falling apart. Yes. All of you know some people that's falling apart. Well, what happened is they left the God-pleasing life behind them and went out on their own and look at how they're living. Wow. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. All right? A life renewed from the inside. Wait a minute. I love this. A life renewed from the inside and working itself unto your conduct. Is that what it says? Mm -hmm. It'll change your conduct. Mm -hmm. It's working on the inside. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit inside me. It's working on me. Mm -hmm. It's got, I have a new conduct. That's right. I have a new way of even thinking about me. There are things that you used to touch, you wouldn't dare touch now. Mm -hmm. People you used to bring around, you go, no, 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 no. That's right. Things you used to do because you have a new conduct. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? That's right. Things you watched, things you ate, places you went, things you read, what you watched, and on and on and on. You see, because I'm changed from the inside out. That's right. All right. And the new see, see, what I'm trying to do is I was trying to, well, I'm there now. I was trying to get thinner on the outside. Mm 
but I'm working on getting bigger on the inside. Are y'all with me? Yes. You see? You see? You can't get bigger on the inside and not be healthier on the outside. All right. You see? Mm. All right. Yes, and that new conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. God is reproducing his character in me. Mm -hmm. It says in you. God wants to reproduce his character in us. Listen, people, it's easy to be a preacher now because if you don't believe the Bible, you ain't looking at TV. You ain't looking at the news because you turn the news on. This last year, Brother Isaac, this last year, there's stuff going on that's unbelievable. Uh, from climate change, the people change, the body change, the food change, everything is gone, you see. But those that are living a life of joy are those that are living in Christ. Because no matter what your situation it is, you know it's going to be okay. It's mm-hmm. going to be okay. That's right. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So, so God wants to reproduce his character in you. Mm-hmm. That's right. You walk like him. You'll talk like him. You'll think like him. Mm-hmm. King James. Yes. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. Yeah, we putting off the conversation. Even our conversation is going to change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Got to go. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And I'll let be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Mm-hmm. So some, listen, there's a lot of people that's on a lot of medication. Some people need to be. There's a lot of people who need to be, that are on medication, excuse me, that have a spiritual disorder. That's why the medication is not working. Wow. Some people don't have an emotional disorder. They have a spiritual disorder. And the only way that can be helped is through the spirit. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. All right? And God on. wants to come and mend our spirit. He wants to renew our spirit. That's be right. continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. God, every day you get up, you want God to give you a fresh and renew your, the, your spirit. Mm-hmm. And it does what? In an untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. It, it, that's why I'd say that. Read that again. Yes, having a fresh, wow, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Your add a spiritual attitude, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Your attitude will change. That's right. Mm-hmm. You see. Right. And go ahead. I love this. This is going to be good, people. Get it. And put on the new self. Put on the new self. The regenerated. Uh, the re what? Regenerated. The regenerated. And renewed nature. It's a, we, it's a regenerated and new nature. Mm-hmm. Created in, the, in God's image. That's God-like. Right. Say that. God-like. God-like. You see, that's what we're trying to be. God-like. Mm-hmm. Masters over our senses. Where we used to serve our senses. We are God-like. And our senses now become our servants. Mm-hmm. We're no longer enslaved by outward things, all right, they are slaves because we become masters. That's right. Because we're Mm God-like, you see? And when we become Christ-like, I'm going to say Christ-like, Satan no longer has the power over us. He has to flee at the authority, the power of attorney that we have, the authority in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. See, I've seen people, uh, my brothers and sisters, tell Satan to loose here. And they had the power to do that. And the thing that they said loose, <laughs> Brother Ray, after it was loose for a while, they went after it. Wow. Hmm. Well. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> All right. Y'all got that. Mm -hmm. That's from the Gospel of Johnny. All right. 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 Here we go. <laughs> yes. Godlike in the righteousness and holiness of the truth. All right. Living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. And you, we ought to have gratitude for our salvation. We ought to have gratitude for our salvation. Let me tell you something. Salvation is, is incredible when you think about it, because one thing about it, you're going to have to leave here sooner or later. But if you have salvation, you have gratitude. See, some people can't live because they're so afraid to die. But us that have salvation, we're going to enjoy life here and life on the other end. Because that's promised to us, all that are saved. Here we go. Keep going. 25, I think. Yes. What this adds up to, then, is this. No more lies. No more lies. No more pretense. No more. Remember last week? No more pretense. We ain't going to be the great pretender anymore. We threw it all that. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell your neighbor the truth. You tell your neighbor the truth, right? Mm -hmm. In Christ's body, we're all connected to each other after all. We're all connected to each other mm -hmm. after all. Mm -hmm. When you lie to others, you'll end up lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. I've had people and, and been around people who've lied so much, they really believed the lie. Mm. Well. And it was obvious they were lying, but they had lied so much that they really believed the lie. They literally lived a lie, but not us. Mm. Not us. Well. We don't do that. All right? All right. Further breakdown from the Amplified says, therefore... Rejecting all falsehood. Reject all falsehood. Whether it's lying, mm -hmm. defrauding, mm -hmm. telling half-truths, well, spreading rumors. I remember telling half-truths. I remember mm -hmm. the Billy Holiday years ago and Louis Armstrong, there used to be a song and, and she called him, he, she would say in the song, you're a liar and you're a cheat. He says, I'm not a liar and I'm a cheat. I'm just careless with the truth. Mm -hmm. well. well. Some people that way. Mm. I'm just saying that. Well, Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Spreading rumors or any such as these. And, and that's some of you people on that Facebook need to chill. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because that's, it's a lie, it's a lie, whether you print it on there or not. A lie is a lie. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you don't know what you're talking about, it's a lie. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. Speak truth. Speak truth to each one to his neighbor. Mm -hmm. For we are all parts of one another. And we are all parts of the body of Christ. And that's what we are. We're all parts of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it says here, go ahead and be angry. Mm -hmm. You do well to be angry. What it means is there's some things that you ought to be angry about. Mm -hmm. You see, sometimes it's good to be angry, but there's going to be more to it. Right. There's some things it's, it's just like there are a lot of groups have been formed because people were angry, but they've done it in the right way. Uh, mothers Against Drunken Driving, the, the, young, the mother that started that, daughter, I believe, was killed by a drunken driver. She was angry about it, but she took that anger and made it a positive thing and started Mothers Against Drunken Driving. Mm -hmm. So there ought to be some things that we ought to be angry about. That's there are right. some things when you go to, uh, that you hear on, that you hear, you ought to be angry about. Mm 
There's some things that people do to other people you ought to be angry about, but you do it in the right way. Mm -hmm. There are some things that you ought to do yourself that makes you feel like, what, am, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. But it says, read the rest of it. But don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. But you don't use it as the fuel for revenge. Mm -hmm. You see, you can't do it that way. And don't right. stay angry. Mm -hmm. You see, when you stay angry, you start allowing Satan a foothold. Mm -hmm. And then he'll, and you don't want him to get a foothold. Mm -hmm. Remember, toehold, foothold, stronghold. You see, there are people that's been angry at something and wind up abusing somebody else. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. And that's exactly what it says. Don't go to bed angry and don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Now look at me. Do not give the devil a foothold in your life. Mm -hmm. When you grow, leave all of that garbage, back talking, undermining and lying that people have done for you, leave it alone. Let them deal with that and God will deal with them. Period. Because anger is a nasty thing if you don't use it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. It will cause a foothold in your life. And there's been a lot of people that's died angry and has lived a terrible life angry at somebody else. I've heard people get angry at somebody uh, they were married to or somebody they dated and said, well, I'm never going to date again or I'm never going to get married again. And that anger caused them to be a lonely life. Mm -hmm. Or that angry, I'll never trust somebody else again. Well, that, you, you trust the wrong person. <laughs> that was on you, not them. You, you, right? But they live their life angry. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you let, let get angry and, and Satan gets a foothold, stronghold, you can't grow. Mm -hmm. All right? Verse 28, did you used to make ends meet by stealing? Well, no more. Said, quit stealing, mm -hmm. and a bunch of this is, and watch what he says, quit stealing, get, get a job. That's what it mm -hmm. says on there. I'm going to ad lib it, but it says, right. get a job. Quit stealing, go That's get a right. job. That's what it says. Yep. Yeah, go, go, it says, mm -hmm. get an honest job. That's what, go ahead and read it, because they don't think I'm, right. they think they I'm making it. this up. I'm not making this up. <laughs> this is in the scriptures of this here. Read that. Yes, it says, yeah. get an honest job. Get an honest job, quit stealing. Get an honest job. <laughs> All right. So that you can help others who can't work. Yeah, so, and so you can help others who can't work. Watch the way you talk. Mm -hmm. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. That means that nobody's mm -hmm. cussing in their home. That everybody's calling everybody by their name. Mm -hmm. And people, we ain't going to, that's what it's saying here. Yep. All right, I was going to stop, but since y'all thought I was, right. this was from the Gospel <laughs> of Johnny, we're going to go on through this. <laughs> that's it's only right. about two more lines. Say only what helps because each word is a gift. You say only what helps because each word that you say should be a gift to the person you're talking to. Mm -hmm. It should be an uplifting thing, a motivating thing. That's right. All right? And this is important. Don't grieve God. Don't, don't grieve God. Mm -hmm. Don't break his heart. That's what it says. Don't grieve God. Don't break his heart, mm -hmm. his Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life. Don't grieve him. Mm -hmm. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't break God's heart. Mm -hmm. All right? Makes you fit for himself. Keep going. Don't take such a gift for granted. D don't take that gift for granted. Mm -hmm. Make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, uh, profanity, talking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be gentle with one another and sensitive. 
That's right. Forgiving one another as quickly as Christ forgave you. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. That's right. That's living the life of Christ. All right, all right. Ain't God good? We will pretty soon in March start easing our way back because there are some people who've had both shots, and those people who've had both shots, uh, they, you know, that's all they can do. They'll come back and uh, wear their masks, and we have it done because we can't be hostage forever. Amen. You right. see, so we're going to have to get people to get into shots, and some people in here has already got both shots. So we'll mm -hmm. start doing that for those don't lie now and say, I'm going to tell Pastor we got both shots. You don't want to do like last week's message and drop dead because you're lying to the Holy Spirit. Right. right. <laughs> All, right. All right, so here we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, these in the sound of my voice that I'm praying for this morning, those that are on live stream and these in my presence right here, the, we want that Christian life. We want to grow. We want a life of spiritual growth. And we want to uh, arrive to the, to the per place that you have uh, uh, destined for us. You've predestined for us to be at a certain place and we want to be at that place. And so this morning we're praying that, that we are be conformed in the image of Christ, that we become more Christ-like, that we allow the Holy Spirit to come into our temples, which is our bodies, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and take over and take over and do the work in us that needs to be worked. Holy Spirit wants, we want him to work on the inside because if he works on the inside, then the beauty will be shown on the outside. So Holy Spirit, we invite in you. We give you this invitation right now as I'm praying people on live stream, people sitting in here, including myself, we invite you into our life right now. Mm -hmm. We invite you, Holy Spirit, into our life right now to conform us into the image of Christ so that we can truly say it. It won't just be talking. It'll be real, that we can say it is real, that we walk like Christ, we talk like Christ, we think like Christ. The Spirit of Christ is dwelling in us and he's moving in us and, he, and he's helping us to mature, to be God-like people. God, produce yourself in us through the Holy Spirit. This is our prayer in Jesus Christ's name. And all in agreement said, amen. amen. All right.